0: Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He about to pull off the alamo. He's unbelievable! Nico is on fire! Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio, a beastly esports product.
1: Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming.
0: You're listening to Robbie
1: Landis, Weird Beard, and someone who's been saying, It's about time since playing Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. Me. James Campbell. James
2: has come to the uh, platformer dark side. It's How about time, it? guys, because I've have never played never, Crash never Bandicoot played ever. Not ever. even the original
1: one. Not even the original. Wow. Not a single James. one. Because uh, I thought it was a kids game. I remember when Crash uh, would come I mean, out, and I was like, "Oh, it's yeah. like a total kids game. I'm not. I'm not gonna have fun playing this. Okay. Give me like the cool like first person shooters. Give me I want Twisted
3: Metal Black.
1: Yeah, stuff like that. And then I, I played it for the first time over the weekend. And it's great. It's so much fun. It's a kid's game, but it's definitely enjoyable for adults. Like, well, there's the, humor James, and challenges. You know, I,
3: I thought you would have learned that by now, that gaming, well, yes, originally maybe aimed at kids. There's there's no age restriction on fun.
1: Yeah, that's very true, Robbie. But I thought Crash Bandicoot was straight up...
2: Children's
1: material, Sesame Street.
2: Ah. You know? oh, oh, that kind of aimed yeah. at children. Big Brain plays now. You're back on the, the on the good the good game platform. Absolutely, I'm a platformer now.
1: Some Call of Duty pros have been the victim of a robbery. Now you won't believe how much these thieves got away with in money and gear, but we'll talk about that in just a bit because the most anticipated game of 2020 is just weeks from being released. But Could Cyberpunk 2077 be pushed back into a 2021 release? Cyberpunk 2077 is one of, if not the most anticipated game releases of 2020. Now, it was originally scheduled to be released back in April of this year, uh, before being delayed until September, and then finally delayed again to its current release date, which is November 19th, just a few weeks away. Well, it looks like there could still be some trouble hitting that deadline, because the company behind Cyberpunk 2077 just released a statement saying that they will be crunching to try to make the November release date. Robbie, this sounds bad. It is. <laughs> what exactly is going on here, and what is crunching? Uh,
3: so uh, crunching is something that happens in the game industry. It's happened as as for as long as there has been technology. But the idea is that you have a release date, and you have to make that release date by any means necessary. Okay. And if that means working 10, 12, 14-hour days, 7 days a week, then that's what you do. So it's in, crunch time. In some cases, without additional
2: pay as well. Ooh. Now, so this has been... terrible. Yeah, it's that's been a bad. hot topic within the gaming community and the game development community for a while. And it's less about like, oh, boo-hoo, the game developers have to work some more. It's way more about like companies who are worth billions of dollars you know what i mean taking advantage of the fact that they go oh well you know what we got to do it so now you got to give up like time with your family like
3: it's crunch time is the no is is the number one reason why developers end up burning out of the industry altogether there are some stories of, of, of of developer cycles basically being four to five years and then because of nightmare crunch stories being like, I don't want to work in this industry anymore. Imagine a them. career ending in five years because you're expected to work 80 hours a week for the exact same pay as you would have been working for 40 hours and, a
2: week. And a lot of that comes from like mismanagement, right? So at, absolutely So like from somebody who may just be like a level designer or an art designer or something like that it's not my fault all of a sudden like as me a singular person in this company that we are so far behind
1: it's going to be the project manager why is the project they're, manager making sure that the level designs and, are and, on well,
3: and because of the, the the nature of how video game designing happens sometimes you know you might still be designing a level that they've decided oh we're not going to use it anymore for whatever reason we've scrapped it but by the time word gets around to you you've already spent an entire week 80 hours trying to
2: perfect this level now that's scrapped we need you to start over and work on this instead and be, And I think the big thing, too, that comes along with the conversation on crunch is like uh, there are solutions to avoid crunch. And you know what that usually is? That solution is like, hey, you can push the date of release back or you can take certain things out of the game. And they think that because it's going to affect the bottom line, they'd rather say, screw you, workers go work 900,000 hours, and you can't say no to that. If I'm an employee, I can't yeah. be like, nah, I don't want to. Thanks a lot, though. Like- because
3: there are plenty of other developers, people willing to break into the game industry that they will replace you with. But, oh, you know, that take- sounds
1: a lot like an industry I got myself uh, into. Yeah, so
3: specifically, <laughs> let's take a look at Cyberpunk. Again, it was supposed to come out back in April. They had pushed it off till uh, September, saying they needed extra time to be able to polish the game, fix all the bugs. And a year ago, they had promised when Crunch was really like, you know, being uh, talked about a lot in the games journalism, Industry were not going to crunch So they pushed it back, COVID hit Which now people working at home, it probably put Even more wrenches into the works Here, and so now in order to, to, to make That November 19th deadline, they said there's basically Nothing else that we can do at this Point, we've exhausted all
1: available options We do unfortunately have to crunch mm. That's a bummer for the developers Working for uh, CD Projekt Red, I guess mm-hmm. Well now that Cyberpunk 2077 Is entering into their crunch development After promising there would not be a crunch does this change your decision on whether or not you're going to buy the game? We want to hear from you. Please give us a call at 1-833-557-0974. We'll take your calls in just a moment because now it's time for this.
4: Time is up.
0: Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com.
1: Our close shave of the week comes from the League of Legends World Finals Tournament. On the first day of the World Championships, G and LGD squared off in a 45-minute showdown. It was a back-and-forth matchup with neither team able to secure much of a lead, but it all ended very suddenly when Genji's ruler teleported in and finished the game.
3: GG are trying to get back to base And Kramer does buy some time Longshing cancel the recall And now the TP comes in
4: is going to try chase GA is available That's a stun onto Rascal Longshing's going to be able to call the meat. The focus right now is Rascal Then they'll turn their attention Wait a second, Ruler's 15. here Ruler's arrived to the fight And Rascal survives And now Genji can just push down mid lane The
3: teleport was used There's no one left to try and clear away the miniways. There's an uh, there's an infernal soul on Genji. They have the inhibitor They have the Baron buff They're pushing for the win
4: They absolutely are Ruler will be untouched, undefended he manages to finish this game out. Here comes Shea, pushing forward, gets the stun. Cleanse comes out, Nexus down. G finally take down LGD.
1: Congrats to Ruler giving Gen.G the win and making them look great in Worlds. Now remember, if you ever missed a close shave of the week, you can find them over at CheckpointXP.com. <laughs>
0: Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game.
1: You're listening to CheckpointXP, your home for esports and gaming. We are just talking about the developers of Cyberpunk 2077, CD Projekt Red, how they've always had a good reputation with their fans, but a lot of people are upset after claims that there would not be any crunch time, after delaying twice to avoid it, that they've still entered into crunch development anyhow. And we had a few callers on the line. We're going to talk about whether or not this impacts whether they're going to buy the game or not. And if you want to chime in, feel free to give us a call at 1-833-557-0974. We have Carl joining us on the phone lines. Carl, what are your thoughts on this?
3: Uh, no, I I already bought it. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe that the the crunch is going to affect anything because it sounds like that they're going to get pretty well compensated uh, and I know most uh, game developers don't do that. So I think we should kind of praise uh, CD Projekt Red for the fact that they, you know, are willing to step up to the plate and actually compensate
5: their workers. Uh,
3: Do do you think if you hadn't already had it pre-ordered, you don't think this would have uh, uh, affected your decision at all? You're maybe not trying to, like, rationalize it in your head? Well, I already paid it, so... Uh, no, because... So I work in manufacturing, so I work, like, seven days a week, ten-hour days. Oh, so, I mean,
1: <laughs> he's used to the yeah, crunch. Already. <laughs> it's always crunch yeah, time for Carl, so
3: I, you know, like cr- it's always crunch time for me. So, I mean, that's all fine and dandy. We don't necessarily get compensated as well as uh, maybe,
1: you know, the guys at CD Projekt Red, but, uh, you
3: know. They still get paid. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, it's not true. too bad. True. And, and and they did say that uh, they will be paid accordingly for the extra time, which in a lot of cases of crunch, uh, there is no overtime pay. There is no extra pay. It's all part of your salary. You're, you're just expected uh, uh, to do it. So, uh, all right. Well, Carl, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you, Carl
1: yeah thank you alright we got Spencer calling in from Las Vegas Spencer what do you think about CD Projekt Red putting their devs through crunch for Cyberpunk does that change your decision as to whether or not you're going to buy the game
5: Um, not necessarily
1: on that end um, I mean that that kind of aspect I know that they delayed to already try to mitigate that um, but it does tend to happen whether you plan for it or not um, my industry kind of has a similar uh, field and we we employ a lot of project management guys uh, to try to avoid it but every time you come up in that last uh, that last month and you start seeing red numbers uh, you know overtime and uh, weekend work tend to creep in there it's crunch time got to crunch it
2: I mean I would say like so how familiar are you with like crunching your line of industry
1: um, it's it's pretty common um, you know we since we have a federal contract uphold. Um, You know, our, our budget is based on basically what Congress gives us and the timetable that we give Congress to get things done.
3: <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you bring up uh, uh, the federal aspect of that, because CD Projekt Red, uh, is, as funny as this may sound, is that video games uh, are actually a huge uh, export from Poland. Uh, they have like something like a valuation of like $8.3 billion, I think, wow. at this point. But uh, in order to tackle the costs that Cyberpunk 2077 uh, has, uh, the Poland government Ooh. actually gave a loan to CD Projekt Red, which I believe was supposed to originally be paid back Somewhere in either the late 2019 or early 2020. Good, 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 good point there, Spencer. Good point there. Well, uh, thank you so much for calling today, Spencer. We really appreciate
1: it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Well, what about you, Robbie? I know you've been all horned up for this game yeah. in a <laughs>
3: while. Does this affect
1: your decision at all? Uh,
3: it, it probably should, but unfortunately it doesn't. All Oh, um, so can't you know, resist. Uh, uh, Spencer, I think, you know, brought up a good point uh, uh, when I remembered that there is some government money that is in Cyberpunk uh, as well. Um. Look, if they did delay it again, if they were like to push it back to March and say we need this extra time so there isn't crunch, it would suck. Right, but I wouldn't hate it. Um, but uh, I don't think that I can go so far as to say I'm not going to buy it uh, as a result of the. You
1: grush. would understand, but
2: you're still going to give up your money. I am. They play at yeah. twenty seven. I don't think there's anything at this point that would dissuade Robbie from spending money on this game. You could tell him that like they had to make it out of puppies in China somewhere, and he'd be like, "All right, cool, hey. whatever, whatever hey. it takes to get hey. me that game." But it's okay because he's a hey. cat man. Thank you. I'm a cat person. <laughs>
1: Super Smash Brothers just added a new fighter to their roster. Are gamers disappointed about which legendary video game character got the green light? We'll let you know who got added to Smash Bros in just a bit because ahead next, some Call of Duty pros have a major financial setback after being robbed. You won't believe how much the thieves got away with. We'll fill you in on that story next on Checkpoint XP.
4: Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music.
0: Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios Esports and video games live here Oh my god, Checkpoint XP
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP Your home for esports and video games You're listening to me, James Campbell As well as Weird Beard And when he's not bossing his teammates around in Apex Legends You can find him pulling clips of your embarrassing gaming devs on Twitch it's Mr. Robbie Landis.
2: Okay,
3: I only do one of those two things. Oh, is
2: that a fact? Yes. yes. I will, I will tell you, fact. I would much rather play with Robbie on stream because then it's like other people can hear it, and I. Oh, I, so I, he can't. You know, exactly. It's like when your parents would take you to the grocery store. They can't beat your ass for it, but they can still give you the stern. I luck. don't
3: boss you around. It's called Ooh. criticism. I'm trying to make you a better player.
1: I don't know, Robbie. It's kind of bossy. <laughs> you know what?
3: You die in your little gun town games. Leave me alone.
1: I know I did, and you pulled the clip of it, and you shared it (laughs) on the internet for everybody to laugh
3: at. Laugh at my
1: failures, Robbie. The apartment of two Seattle Surge Call of Duty players was broken into early on September 30th. $30,000 worth of items were stolen from the apartment, although no additional details have been revealed Weird Beard, what is going on in Seattle? And what in the world does this
2: have to do with bananas? Yes, so uh, this was kind of It originally was a scary situation that unfolded over Twitter Uh, There is a Call of Duty pro uh, One of the members of the Seattle Surge Players Joey and uh, Surge Octane Who were at home And all of a sudden a tweet goes out at 8.26am From Surge Joey He says, I'm being robbed right now Can someone please DM me and call police? Ooh, scary that's very scary. Well, hold so, on. Wait, how, how, Why didn't he call the police? Okay, because. <laughs> that's, a, that's an excellent point, Robbie. <laughs> uh, his uh, his guy was uh, Serge Octane, his his roommate and everything, was apparently in Texas at the time of the break-in, and he was looking for houses to move out to. Um, so Joey was, like, there by himself. Right. And he apparently was just like, yo, I'm not trying to. He's home alone. Yeah, like, I mean, you I don't say, know. He had a phone because he posted to Twitter. I don't know. You could just be on it, um, anyway. So, so <laughs> he he puts out his Discord name and he says, "Somebody, please stay on the phone with me." And you're like, "Oh God, oh God!" Um, and then, <laughs> police showed up. Uh, they demanded to see evidence that the guy who broke into their house uh, lived there. And then, what happened is this guy who broke into this man's house opened the fridge. And took a banana and started eating it on his balcony while talking to the police. Like he owned the joint? Yeah, like he was just like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, so at this point, why didn't Serge Joey, who who, who,
3: who was at home while this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you come out and be like, police, I live here.
2: This guy does not take him away. Well, I think it's the cops can't just, like, you know, believe one person. You know what I mean? What if the— They've got to get the story straight. Yeah, so I think they talked to him. They eventually removed him. They told the guy that broke in to leave. Um, and then what happened is the cops left, and an hour later, the same guy showed back up again. And this time, he stole around $40,000 worth of equipment oh, wow. from within these apartments. And aside from uh, the phone that was stolen from Serge Joey, uh, there wasn't a lot of information exactly what was stolen from the apartment, uh, which makes me question how these like uh, professional guys had... For- it might have just been their PCs or whatever uh-huh. they were stolen. Yeah, $40,000 yeah. is still a lot. It is. That's um, a lot, a lot. That's and.
1: A- a pretty hefty PC if you're looking at 20 G's a pop.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was crazy. Uh, when <laughs> And what happened, the craziest part, when the cops came back again, they handcuffed Joey, the guy that of lived there. They, of course they did. Because it was listed as an active robbery. Oh. He was not taken in because, obviously, he lived there and whatnot. But, like, how much would that suck to not only have somebody break into your house and then you call the cops, they kick him out, the guy comes back and robs you again, and then you get put into handcuffs after that. But I don't understand
3: why everyone wants to defund the police.
2: I, I think I think the thing to take out of this... I, some people There's make, not a whole lot. Hold on. Some There's people, not a whole lot to take out of it, weird Some people may beard. call this victim blaming, and I, I, I apologize in advance. Who keeps their bananas in the refrigerator? Thank you. That has been bugging me since you said he pulled a banana... Out of the
1: refrigerator and ate it on the balcony. Wow. I'm not
2: saying that that makes you like a candidate for getting robbed or anything like that. But when if I heard some psycho on my block had an apartment where they kept their bananas in the refrigerator, I wouldn't feel too terrible if they did get robbed.
3: You two are the worst. <laughs> well,
1: we you know Robbie keeps his bananas in the refrigerator. We don't obviously. buy bananas. We're Apple people. Oh, that's why your potassium is always so low.
2: So we're still waiting on uh, any leads. They have no leads on who the person is. Uh, they did it. Really? Him. The one of two times you were there, you couldn't get a name? They didn't get a name. They didn't get anything. Uh, there's no word on the suspect as of now, so we're hoping in are the Are there near- any
1: actual official police reports on this? Is this legitimate, or is this some sort of an internet hoax that these streamers are putting on? Nah. Ah.
2: Uh, so, so far, nobody has been able to produce police reports, but then again, like... Yeah, I, I thirty to forty thousand dollars worth of
1: items and cash stolen, mm-hmm. bananas in the refrigerator, <laughs> not calling the police, instead this, you're on Discord and like for a somebody job. to hold your hands. Yeah, this, this sounds like a job. This sounds like it's all a
2: farce. Mm-hmm. This is ocean's eleven, but you know, done in the esports it's world. Negative like Negative
0: eleven. From the high highs. From an absolute monster to the low lows. So you go for more. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio.
1: We're going to start our Nailed it and Failed It off with the Nailed It. And for today's Nailed It, we visit a streamer on Twitch that, ha- that has had a pretty rough few months, even by the 2020 standards. Gabby Rose lost her job, ended a five-year relationship, and her quest for Twitch partnership didn't seem like it was getting any easier. But her fans all banded together, coming up with messages of encouragement and positive fan art. They sent her a link to the treasure trove of uplifting messages, and here was her reaction to their support.
4: What is
2: This is her crying because she's so happy, yes. Yeah.
1: Tears of joy.
3: She's just scrolling down. You can find us, obviously, over at checkwindspeed.com, but man, I somebody cared about me this much.
1: I know, I haven't cried tears of joy in a long time. It's just tears of misery. <laughs>
2: I mean, maybe you just need to post that she posted a message and she was hoping that people, you know, like, no, no,
3: they I I mean, you know, she's been having a a rough go of it, obviously, but, but her fans basically just did
2: this like all on their own. James, do you think your gaming community, because you have a, a pretty strong community behind, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. at who the f is JC on Twitch and everything like that, mm-hmm. would they do anything nice like this for you? Huh?
1: Maybe, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like they're not gonna. If be you had posted kind. one
3: day, like, hey, you know, who the f is JC, whatever you call it, your your fans, you know, yeah. I'm gonna be gone for a few months because I'm going through a rough time. You think that I'll just be like, all right, see you later.
1: I think for the most part, they're probably like, oh, no, hey, sorry, we hate to see you go. We need somebody to listen to on the internet and say swear words on well, Twitch. Well, if that happens, you send them over to me, okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My loss will be your gain, Robbie. Well, there you go. There's a Nailed It uh, portion of the Nailed and Failed It today. Don't forget, you can tune in and find the Failed It portion coming up in the next hour. And if you want to see her reaction there, you can find it posted over at XP.
0: Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one eSports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives.
1: You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for eSports and gaming. A major cheating scandal has rocked the Counter-Strike global offensive community. We've talked about it a few times now, but one of the craziest storylines to come out of this entire ordeal is highlighting possibly the biggest hypocrite in all of esports. Weirdbeard. He sure is. Who is the hypocrite of the oh, year? Oh, it's not Weirdbeard. And how, no, it's not oh, Weirdbeard. Okay. <laughs> Weirdbeard's going to bring us in on the info. Gotcha. But Weirdbeard,
2: who's the hypocrite of the year and how bad is it really? The hypocrite of the year is going out to a uh, a coach named Sterix. He's a former CS:GO player. Uh and he made news about when we first started hearing about this cheating scandal about a month, month and a half ago, right? Uh, we had some players like Simple come online and say, he knew who all the cheaters were, this right? Is,
1: this is kind of when you talk about those gentlemen's agreement. Like, yes. they know uh, stuff's going on, but they don't say anything because they're, they're gentlemen.
2: Yeah, snitches don't get stitches here. Yeah. And so then what they did is uh, you actually had Sterics come out very, very loudly go... I know that Valve saw Flusha cheat, who's another, like, legendary CSGO player, Flusha. Valve saw Flusha cheat in LANs, but did not admit it to protect his status. Sounds like we need to Flusha him out. Ah. Well, then, here's what's happened ever since those accusations came to light about a month and a half ago, is first, Flusha left Na'Vi that he was on. He became the coach of a team that is filled with cheaters that have been previously banned for like the I buy power scandal for people that have been banned for different random things. And then like we talked about last week, when all the uh, allegations came to a head because they actually published the results of who was banned and who wasn't, he was one of the cheaters. Oh, So literally Sterics accused this guy of cheating, then joined and started coaching a team full of cheaters and was revealed to be a cheater of, of himself. Uh, it's just like, it's so... Slimy feeling. Like, he got, and he didn't even get a, like, a one or two month ban. Like, this is one of the guys. Wait, that he got, got off scot free? No, he got a 10 month ban. Oh, he got okay. A massive ban because he was a, that. like, a large cheater. He was somebody who did it many, many, many times.
3: Well, you know that the biggest cheaters are always the ones that are going to try and call other people out for it. Like, they project that stuff like it's nobody's business. I,
2: Look, yeah. you see it in the movies
3: and on TV shows and think, no, nah, that ain't how people really are. Yeah. yeah it is When you're cheating you Like all up in your head You get all paranoid About it and everything That doesn't surprise me One bit And only 10 months Yeah, Lifetime ban for that dude the, Lifetime ban I kind of agree
1: I feel like it should be A little bit longer Than 10 months 10 months doesn't seem Like it's that long Of a, at of least, a ban
3: At least like 2 to 3 years Because that's like
2: In the esports world
3: That might as well Be a lifetime Like a career ender Right there, right there. Yeah. What pisses
2: me off The most is the tweet That Sterix put out After the bans came out right, like they revealed all the people that were banned and everything like that. And he tweets, "To be honest, I don't remember what I was, u- or what I was using. It seems like I did. Well, nothing to say on my side." Like.
4: Go to hell! Like he doesn't I, oh,
2: remember Yeah, like, exactly. I like, might have cheated, but I can't recall. Like, you you didn't calling, even need to tweet anything. Just no. don't. Just yeah. stop. Calling people out and like possibly ruining their career, right? Totally cool. You're gonna go hard on Twitter and, and call all these people out, but when you're shown to be the cheater, you're like, I guess I didn't even know that I was doing it, so uh, you know, it seems like a problem. Whatever.
3: Yeah, uh, see, this, this is just another reason that that
2: uh, all of
3: these esports, just esports in general, really needs to like get their act together. Together and get players' unions going. Because I feel like that would be the place to try and, like, clear some of this stuff up, right? Like, the amount of just crap that, that people put on social media at no one's expense. Like, it doesn't matter. They're just putting
2: all this trash out there. Like... How do you deal with all of that? This entire story just makes me think of the Spider-Man pointing at (laughs) Spider-Man meme where he's just like, oh, it's you! No, it's you. You're the cheater! No, you're the cheater. They're all (laughs) cheaters. Already, you're looking for a super cheap but also fun gaming recommendation to
1: play and help occupy your time while you're sipping on a pumpkin spice beverage? Well, stick around for the free game of the week coming up in just a bit. Because ahead next, Super Smash Brothers just added a new fighter to their roster. Which legendary gaming character will you be able to battle your friends with? The answer is very disappointing. (laughs) But we'll let you decide. Is it going to be a legendary character
4: or a disappointing addition when Checkpoint XP returns? Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music.
0: We're rolling with continuous eSports on the only show for eSports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness. Arousing. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. You're home for eSports and gaming. You're hanging with a weird beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who needs to retract a previous statement above the Super Mario 3D All-Stars game, me. James Campbell.
2: Okay, so you played for? Have you played? Yes. Yet? So,
1: so last week I said uh, I was playing Mario sixty four was better as a memory, yeah. than actually playing. Well, I've finally put some more time into it, and it's good.
3: And it's it. <laughs> just it as much fun. just <laughs> as much right, fun
5: as I had right. back in the day.
3: Let me ask
2: you: Did you throw the penguin off the edge of the world?
1: Yeah.
5: Okay. Oh, now
2: here's the real buddy. the real thing I need to know. Power rankings of the three games. You've got Galaxy, uh, Sunshine, and 64. Which ones are you, how are you ranking them? I'm going 64, Galaxy, Sunshine. That's, Wrong. Nah, it's, it's no, it's probably the right one. the answer one. is
3: 64, 64, 64.
1: The other two are trash.
2: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> Robbie Landis with the controversial Mario opinion. One of the most popular fighting games on the market, Super Smash Bros., has just announced that they will be adding another new character to engage in combat. Now, rumors about who it could be were swirling around online, but from the sounds of things, Nintendo failed to deliver on the hype. Robbie, will Super Smash Bros. players get to wield a legendary gaming character in battle? Or are they all going to be left feeling a little bit disappointed?
3: Yes to the first question and yes to the second wow, question. Wow, it's a two
1: yes. Well, Holy cow. they
3: added Steve from Minecraft Steve, into the game. Of all the characters they could have picked, they picked some guy who just goes by Steve. Steve, yep. Uh, and <laughs> Alex. <laughs> and Alex. Oh, and uh, Alex. But they're essentially the same character. But yes, uh, so now Minecraft has come to Super Smash Brothers, and while I think a lot of people did sort of express their disappointment, you can't it's hard to argue
2: like like minecraft is one of the biggest games ever it's created popular, it right? is massive yeah especially because it's not so it's Steve who's the main character of my quote unquote character of minecraft. You also get the skins Alex, uh, who's like another human character, Enderman, which is like an all-black demon kind of guy, and uh, the zombie, the ones that go boom. The Creeper. The, yeah, creeper? the creeper? Oh, mm-hmm. you can play as the Creeper? Yep. Yes. Okay. And so uh, really the big thing that's crazy about it is that uh, Sakurai, the guy that's in charge of like all of Smash, right, for uh, Nintendo, said that this has been in the works for five years now. Five years? They had to redesign and
3: recode all of the different levels so that Steve's mechanics would work on each of the is levels. Is it because he's such a
1: pixelated box
2: Well, he can looking go- kind of? No, he can go through the levels like because Minecraft, you dig and all that kind of stuff. He can also like stack blocks up as well. So, look,
3: whatever you think of Minecraft, the character itself is actually pretty interesting. And, And what's what you really have to give Sakurai is whenever he introduces a new character into this game, they have the the way of playing that just something about it feels like their original game. Like when they added... um, uh, Banjo-Kazooie? No, not Banjo-Kazooie, the fighter. Um, Terry. When they added Terry Bogart, uh, you can actually play him as though
2: he is like a 2D fighter, in the game, even though it's a 3D fighting game. So, the, the Interesting. most, the most Im- impressive thing about all of this is the balancing, right? So, in Smash, they now have 76 individual people. That's so many characters. And, and there's it, four more coming. And you wow. have to balance so that when you introduce a new character, they're not like overpowered and unbeatable, but they're not weak against everything. There seems to be like, a
1: problem a lot of game developers have with fighting games it's, is it's,
2: a, con- it's, it's a constant battle yeah. that's always going on. Yeah. So, the fact that he's able to balance 70 plus characters and redesign all the levels levels and give us new characters on like it may not be a week-to-week basis but on a fairly consistent clip is just Uh, we're getting we're getting more new characters in super smash brothers than we're getting in overwatch so i'll give them that yes so uh steve and alex from minecraft are going to be uh launching on october 13th uh so if you want to be able to get that you can get in the dlc pack 2 uh of the new characters You're listening to Checkpoint XP,
1: your home for esports and video games. Now, Apex Legends, a very popular Battle Royale-style game and favorite Battle Royale game of Checkpoint XP's own, Robbie Landis, is opening up the game for some crossplay. Now, players on console will be able to go up against players on other consoles and PC players as well. Robbie, what do we know about this? Yeah, so uh, it's it's the beta that's coming out. So
3: they're just now starting to test it. But essentially, Xbox, PC, and uh, PlayStation players should now all be able to to play with each other. We can finally all squad up. up. That's true. We can all get bossed around by the great Robbie Landis. (laughs) Now, one of the things to keep in mind is that uh, if you're playing with a full squad of just PC players or just console players the system will supposedly prefer to put you with other people of the same oh good good but this does yes allow us to now if you want to be able to play with us on Xbox or if you want to be able to play with us on PlayStation we can now do that but i don't know i i still question the validity of crossplay like it makes sense for Xbox people who want to play with PlayStation people, right? Absolutely. Because you're you're just on different platforms but you're playing the exact same game, but there's still such a, a vast difference. When you talk about in a general sense, obviously from person to person, there may be some people out there with controllers who are better than some people with mouse and keyboard, right? 100%, yeah. But I think that on a grand scale, mouse and keyboard is dominant. 100% yes. It's, it's, it's just yes. more dominant. So why as a console player would you want to be put into that? And as a developer, you know, are you going to try and maybe close that gap by giving aim assist to the controllers? And, you know, I mean, how close does it really close that gap? Or does it just end up making some other type of controller setup more
2: dominant than the other? I just, I don't understand in 2020 if, why this would be a pull for any random people. I've never heard any, like, there are people that obviously get excited about crossplay or sure. whatnot. But the majority of people, if you're a console player, you go... F them PC players. I don't want to be in a lobby with them because it's it's impossible to aim and it's and they're cheaters. And then if you're on PC, you go, hey, all the console players get aim assist. I don't want to play against them. Like it's just who, who actually wants crossplay? Yeah. I'll tell you
1: who I do. But here's the thing, like you said, uh, it's great for console uh, sure. playing, teaming up with consoles. But it's bad when you have to go up against PC players. But for me, I'll take the hit having to play with PC players, knowing that, like, my friends on the PS4 or my friends on the Switch or whatever can play with me when I'm on my Xbox. Like, I'll take that hit.
3: You know, he says this right now, but you're the one who complains about all the cheaters like in like in Call of Duty Warzone and stuff, Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. I okay. complain about it. So now, not only do you have to deal with cheaters, now you have to deal with PC players and guess what?
1: PC players get way better cheats than console players. Well, that's true. Do. But now you know why I'm winless in Warzone. You know? <laughs> to this day, I'm winless in Warzone.
3: Well, you're about to be winless in Apex Legends too, Well, that's James. fine because I haven't
1: played that very much. But I do play Realm Royale, and in a Realm Royale, you have the ability to choose the queue with just console players. You can choose the queue with just players on controllers, mm-hmm. or you can choose to queue with PC players. So if they were to, oh, if I wonder developers if developers were to on add,ing see if they can incorporate that to where you can choose. They cross-play just so I'm playing with people on a console with a controller or I'm playing against PC players. Uh, that to me is the ultimate form of crossplay. I mean, it, it, like if a game doesn't have crossplay, is that a turn-off to you? No, not really. Not necessarily. I'm just going to beg all my friends to buy the game on the same system that I have, mm-hmm. or I'm going to buy the game on a system that I know a majority of my friends that I would game with are going to play on. Because
2: I, I think the future, just because you know we've seen Xbox talk about cloud gaming and about like, hey, you get the, the games passed where you can play on your Xbox and on your PC and everything, I think eventually everything's going to be cross-play. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that good do you think that's a better future for gaming or do you wish that it stayed like segregated like console players with console players and PC with PC if
1: I have to decide whether or not like if the segregation is there to where you can choose I think it is the greatest the greatest gift you could give a gamer that wants to game with their friends on different consoles and different like platforms of Mm -hmm. playing Mm -hmm. but now if the segregation is not there and no matter what you have to go up against PC players when you're on a console well, then, to me, I look at it as more of a disadvantage to me being a console player.
3: Yeah, and, and looking into this just, just a little bit deeper at some of the details, uh, it does look like you can also turn crossplay play off uh, completely uh, if you'd like okay. to. So that way, whether you're on console, whether you're on PC, you are for sure guaranteeing yourself that you're only playing against
1: those who are on the same the platform the same exact as platform, you platform you as you. Mm-hmm. Now, see, like that, it's just one of the things that you've got to deal with, I guess. Now, we have an update on the Apple v. Fortnite legal case. We'll update you in just a bit because coming up next... Weird Beard has found a new Battle royal game that incorporates two of his favorite things. Ooh, it's good. One being Annoying Robbie, and the other (laughs) playing as Super Mario. (laughs) What game could it be? We'll let you know. Plus, free game of
5: the week. All when we come back on Checkpoint next week. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date Calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Overwatch League is drawing towards its exciting finale this year. In a year marred by COVID-19, the best teams in the world will be making their way to South Korea for the finals. Teams that qualify will need to quarantine for two weeks before being allowed to compete at the beginning of October. The LCS summer split has drawn to a close, and with teams now qualified, we are officially on the road to Worlds. This year's event will be taking place in a bubble in Shanghai, as teams from all over the world will remain in quarantine throughout the month of October. Vietnam has elected not to participate. ESL Season 12 is officially kicked off in Counter-Strike Global Offensive. All matches this season will be played online due to ongoing concerns with, you guessed it, COVID-19. Qualifiers for the RLCS X Fall Major will be going on throughout the month of September. No word yet on when the Fall Major itself will take place. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition starts November 13th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save-the-Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports,
4: BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text give to 45911 and read all about it right now on backstagecountry.com.
5: Check out our website at checkpointxp.com. Get in the game.
0: What are we witnessing the number one esports and video game radio show? Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell. Along with me is Robbie Landis. And the only member of Checkpoint XP with a victory in Super Mario
2: Brothers Battle Royale, Weird Beard. Super Mario 35 is the technical term. Wait, of the oh, game. do you actually have a God. win? I do have a win, uh-huh. and I will say I think it's because I was one of the first people playing it. So like, oh but, no, you got in first. Like the, nobody knew how to actually like play, so it was more luck based than anything else. Um, but you know, like, I, I, what do they what do they call a win in Super Mario 35? It's just like, it's like Tetris 99, It's just first place. Oh. It's nothing, it's nothing exciting. Like, you literally just get Man, it. Right? How, how Man,
3: come, how come nobody, like, in any of these battle royales tries to, like, you know, up the, the I don't know, like, the creativeness or the craziness of With PUBG, the name? which is the chicken-chicken-winner-dinner. Yeah, winner-winner-chicken-dinner. Winner, yeah, that's yeah. it.
2: Yeah. I, I will say, though, this game is... Kind of disappointing. Like, what? No, I was sold on buying it. Don't know you're gonna unsell me on it now. It's free, so you don't even have to spend any money on it. Never mind. This is my favorite (laughs)
1: price. I'm back in on the Mario Battle Royale or Mario 35.
2: It's like it's interesting. It's a cool mechanic. Um, Let's let's actually listen to when they launched this. Right, they put it in the Super Super Mario 35th Anniversary Direct. Let's hear them talk about what this game actually consists of.
4: Compete against other players near and far in this online battle game. Enemies you defeat will be sent to other players' courses. But this also works the other way around. So, to boil it all
2: down into 10 seconds, it's like Tetris 99 of where you're going against 50 other players uh, in Super Mario. And, like, if you kill a Goomba, you can send the Goomba to another person, or, like, you can try to steal their coins. The thing that's disappointing about this game is that. It's just about survival. Like, sometimes... It's not just, actually finishing the level? No, there's no finish. You just got to keep going. Oh, so keep there's no and jumping keep, to grab the flag and slide it on the flagpole? No, stuff? you just keep going. And, like, when you get to the end of one section, it just takes you to the next section and you just keep going. So, like, it's cool, but realistically, you, once you you're go, there's going to be a, a time limit that you're going to get to, to where you've gone... Okay, I've played this game enough. Thank you very much. Like, there's, I don't think that you could play it a bunch. It, it seems like probably once you get your first win, you're like, all right, and I'm done with you now. Yeah, kind of. Like you're, you're getting there. I mean, you don't think you're gonna add a competitive ladder ranking system? No, and like, <laughs> it, it's not. It's just not deep enough. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm expecting too much out of a Mario game here. And and you have to remember this is a limited release too. So they don't expect this game to stick around forever. When the uh, when they stop selling the 3D All Stars, yeah. in March. They're also going to stop selling. So, this, this game, game will
1: not, no longer be allowed to be downloaded once they stop selling.
2: Correct, VDL and cards. they they oh, stop okay. supporting it, so you can't even go on and play it. Anymore. Oh, you wait, want to be able to play it? So yeah.
3: even even if you've even if you were one of the ones to have gotten it, you can't even continue to play it. Yeah,
2: that's it. Oh,
1: oh interesting.
2: That's um, weird. You know, so like it's just I, I don't know. Like it's kind of cool. Like I don't know. Here is the thing, though. So uh, Nintendo also had uh, the jump rope challenge. That was a game that they initially released as a limited release. And is that everything. the thing with the
1: weird like yes.
2: hoop? Yes. Okay. And so that was a, that was a limited release to begin with. And it's now been extended indefinitely. Ah. So, there's, who knows what they might decide? They could do whatever they want. I'm not sure, but like, of course they can. They're Nintendo. They have so much money. Yeah, like it's just, I don't know. I I wanted more. I want like Tetris 99 was a home run for me. That's what makes this so weird. Is that I was so hype on Tetris 99 and the ability to play it. Well, I, like, I
3: think the reason why is when it comes to Tetris, you just have the one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But with Mara, you have so many different levels, right? So I... I, I it, it, is there more than just the one level? You
2: said you just kind of, you know, run around. And it's obviously just a game of survival. Yeah, I mean, but, you, you go through, like, the first world. You have an underground one. You have an underwater one. Yeah, I don't you know you what have, else you want then. Yeah, like, I... I I just when you think Mario sounds like a bit of a variety there. Weird, how many different levels you need? But it's not just Bowser's Castle too. It's not just levels. It's like when you think of a Mario Battle Royale. Is this what you want? Just running to the right? I'm not sure what else you wanted it to be.
1: I don't know Super Smash Brothers.
2: Kind of. <laughs> or the original
1: was a Super uh, Super Mario Brothers where you just fight with the shells with uh Luigi so- with something. the pipes.
2: This is just like are you a good A button pusher? Are you good at pushing A at oh, the I'm right a good time? Then you can you can <laughs> do it. If you do that you're a, a grand champion at Mario 35. It is dis- it is just like semi disappointing. It's not
3: bad. It's it not- sounds like it should be exactly what I would expect out of it so. Yeah
2: Like do you remember When they released The mobile game uh, Super Mario Or uh, Mario Dash Or Mario Run Or yeah. whatever And it was like Yeah Like Temple Run No like, I always Mario. thought Temple Run games were Mario just runs though. To the right And you have to Jump over obstacles And stuff like that And you'd be like Wow that's exactly What I want From a mobile Mario game But it just didn't Scratch the itch this is the thing that, like, I feel on it. I I, w- I wish it scratched my Mario. It's just you got that
1: Apex Legends bloodlust. Yeah, I do. Right. Mario just doesn't do the killing anymore. Uh, Mario
2: <laughs> with guns. <laughs> hey, Mario that versus rabbits. rabbits. Yeah, but that's not. No, I want like bloody, like fucking you want, like, graphic PUBG, but Budok with Mario Saints. Yeah. Mario and Luigi go in and just Take like out execution style.
0: <laughs> Gaming on a budget. We've got a game for free. Three ninety nine. Checkpoint XPs free game of the week.
1: Checkpoint XP has you covered with the free game of the week. This week's free game of the week is based on a classic tabletop role-playing game. Robbie, why don't you tell us all about it?
3: Yeah, so uh, Vampire is going to be free for the entire month. You have plenty of time to pick it up on PlayStation Plus. So if you got yourself a PlayStation Plus subscription, make sure that you download Vampire. What are you? I am
0: the land. You are our champion. Season's done.
3: So, Vampire is set in London in the 1918s. Uh, You are a newly turned vampire. You are Dr. Jonathan Reed. And as a doctor, you must find a cure to save the city's flu ravaged citizens. But as a vampire, you are cursed to feed on those you vowed to heal. This is a role playing game where your actions have a lasting impact on the city and could either save it or it could end up dooming it.
2: I like this game. This game is pretty. Right? Like, it looks good. It, it's not the prettiest game that's ever been out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it takes about between an average length. So, average, I would say, is between fifteen to like fifty hours, right? Okay, yeah, it's it's sixteen to finish the main story. But like most RPGs, yeah, uh, and
3: especially side quests and things side quests, just places to explore. It's actually, I believe, this is actually based on uh, Vampire: The Masquerade. It's which, in the
2: same universe. Yes,
3: so it is. You know, it, it has so much like lore and history behind it. That's one of like like the big tabletop RPGs.
1: Is Vampire: The Masquerade?
3: Vampire: The Masquerade, okay. Dungeons and Dragons, Vampire the Masquerade, Cyberpunk 2020. Like, like these are some of, like, the big time, you know, for their genres, uh, tabletop
1: RPGs. See, I didn't even realize that uh, some of those were even tabletop games. Yeah,
3: that's right. They all come from the tabletop genre. Uh, But, yeah, so it's based on that. So, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that you can get into this. Obviously, just playing it is one thing, you know, following the quest, going to where you're supposed to go. But, you know, the real cool thing about why you should play games like this is just the discovery and the exploration, right? Because not everything's going to be tied to quests. You know, so just being able to go out there And just see what you can find, you know What other sort of histories or backgrounds Into people, the the terrible things That they do or that have happened to them Like, uh, I don't know This sort of stuff, and and this is The reason that I've gotten into RPGs Is that there are just entire worlds Within these games that are just Let's be honest, way more interesting than what's Going on in the world right now.
2: They're there for all the exploring Mm -hmm. And I think also the other thing That you have to look at uh, behind This is that it's Some games you can sink time into just because of the mechanics. I don't think the mechanics on this game are necessarily like – 10 out
3: of 10. When we play Apex, we're doing the same thing every single time over and over and over again. But it's
2: that feedback loop, especially with an RPG like this. Like, you're able to create stories within the stories of what's happening. No, you could decide. Do you want to be the evil guy who just goes around and is like... Killing everybody. Yeah, Dracula. Do you just want to kill everybody or do you want to be like somebody who finds a cure for this this plague that's uh, going through everybody? Why not both? Play through it twice. You could. That's um, the great thing about RPGs. There's a decent amount of... uh, 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 achievements that you're able to unlock on this. Yep. So if you are somebody who's a compl- c- completionist, you know, you'll have enough to really dig into on this. Not to mention that this game normally retails for $40. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a good chunk of change that you're having to uh, be able to skip on that. Yep.
3: Uh you can play it on Steam, PS4 and the Xbox 1, but It is only free on PlayStation Plus for the month of October.
1: Awesome. Well, there is your free game of the week. Very festive vampire here in the month of October, Halloween coming up. You can play it for free on the PS4 right now. If you're looking for another good game recommendation, something that's easy to get into and well worth the time, we do have our patient gamer segment coming up in the next hour. But coming up next,
4: Robbie has created a game that is going to have us trying to guess who the imposter is. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on Backstagecountry.com. Text Oscar to 45911 and we'll send the link straight to your phone. All
1: in honor of the game, Among Us,
4: taking over the Twitch streams. Live
0: from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh. the Alamo! He's unbelievable! Nico is on fire! Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell, and joining me, our weird beard. And when he's not hosting a live stream show over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP, he's working towards affiliate on his personal channel. Hey. It's Robbie Landis.
3: Hey, yeah, that's right. And actually, um, uh, I'm going to be there pretty soon, pretty soon, only a few days away. And then it's the long, hard march towards partnered status, in which case I'm going to need all of your help. So if you haven't yet, Make sure you go to twitch.tv slash Robbie underscore Landis. And give me a follow
2: I'm just I'm so, I'm so proud of our little boy
3: He's I know. growing up He's I have been streaming For so long <laughs> Just
2: never on my own channel What do what you What's the If somebody tunes in What are they going to be able To expect to see
3: uh, Starting very soon Probably a whole lot Of Baldur's Gate 3 uh, There's also a very good chance That we'll be playing Apex Legends as well
1: Alright cool Awesome So make sure you tune in Help support Robbie Landis Switch.tv Slash Robbie Underscore Landis Last week, Checkpoint XP's Robbie Landis had a game for us that, in the end, everyone got to win.
3: Including you, James. I know, I am finally
1: was a winner. The first time, maybe the second time. I think I won, oh yeah, I won the uh, The porn porn star or video game (laughs) themed contest. But anyways, yet somehow he still declared himself the champion. I was. But this week, he's made a game for us again that he promises... He cannot win. That's right. So somebody else is going to be crowned the champ.
5: We do have Checkpoint XP producer Callie joining us to play. By the way, I was just sitting at my cubicle, and he comes over and goes, Callie, would you like to be the champion of our game this week? Oh! Oh. He does not have a lot of faith in the two of you. No, no, I do not.
1: (laughs) We'll see how it is. Well, Robbie, why don't you explain this week's game?
3: So uh, this week I have taken a bunch of reviews from the immensely popular game Among Us, and I have made up a few of my own fake reviews. Now, in Among Us, Uh, You're basically stuck on a spaceship, and everyone has to run around doing tasks to save the spaceship from collapsing. But there are usually a few people amongst you that are imposters, and it's their job to kill everybody without being found out. So you guys have to try and decipher and figure out who the imposter reviews are here today. Well, I'm terrible at Among Us. I've played two (laughs) games of it now. I lost both times. So uh, we're going to start with this first review here, uh, and uh, it is Recommended. And in this recommended review, it says random one cyan sus. Random two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine cyan indeed sus. Sad face. Okay, is that a real review or is that an imposter review?
5: So basically, somewhat, this person said recommended. Yep, but then was complaining that the whole game is just someone saying this person is suspect, and then everybody voting out. Yes. James,
2: do you know what "sus" means? I'm assuming that means suspicious. you're suspected you're of yes. being suspicious. an imposter. Yeah, yes. like they, it, 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 you're sus. It's shorthand for just like I think you're the guy killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. So it's a play so, way of now saying you. No, you guys do not. Actually, you do. You guys have to
3: agree. You have to agree or disagree, okay. because then this way, I actually do win. If you guys uh, get of them wrong,
1: he always wrong finds a way to win. To yeah, he yeah, always finds right, a way to win. So
5: my two games of Among Us, that is how I died. Both games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Someone said locked I out, out of the airlock, and everyone disagreed with them and killed me. Uh, I think that's. I was not the imposter in either. Of them. I think it's real. I think, think it's, it's real. Think that's
1: very real. I thought it, w- it might be imposter, but if you guys are thinking it's very real, I'll go real. That is indeed a real review. All right.
3: I'm the Congratulations for your first one. You did very, very well. It's just because it happened to me two games in a row. All right. This next person recommends it, and the review says the following. If green doesn't die first, it's green. <laughs> Okay, well, that
2: also sounds like logic that I've heard. <laughs> it, to however, I don't believe it would be green if we're following Fall Guys' logic. Orange, yellow is usually the one, oh, like um, the the crappy colors. Yeah, yeah. yellow is
1: always the team and Fall Guys that loses. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm usually on the yellow team,
2: so I would I would say this is this is sus. This, oh, this you is, think this is sus? This is very sus. I All don't right, like I'm this. with you. Oh, I, I'll oh, say oh. this
1: one is sus. I'm with
3: him, Suss. This is unfortunately a real game. Oh. That was not an imposter. Well, we don't to Rick. Yeah, so uh, we're sitting here. I'm reading Among Us reviews to the crew here, and they have to try and decide if it is a real review or an imposter review. Currently, it is
5: them one, myself Ugh. one. By the oh, way, I said- appreciate the listeners out there who are just like, what is going on in this <laughs> game? Among Us has got to sound like the weirdest game it by is. this. It
3: is, it is. All right, so the next review, not recommended. And the review says, if your girlfriend tells you not to kill her, you better know what you're getting into if you plan to kill her. They say Mario Kart or Mario Party ruins relationships. This game makes them look like child's
1: play. Ooh, that's a scary
2: review is, for this me. This is wordy. This is a wordy review. I feel like people who leave Steam reviews are smooth-brained, oh. so they can't... <laughs> they, they don't have that many words in they their don't vocabulary. Have, but
5: no, but it's only two kinds of people who leave Steam reviews. is people who leave a four-word review... Or is someone who writes Entire a thesis paragraph. thinking that like, Some organization is going to pick them up as a new writer. Now,
2: here's the thing: I saw the story of the guy that killed his girlfriend, and then she tweeted a picture, being like, "Why did my boyfriend kill me?" And then pretend he didn't kill me. Like, so So you think this is based off of an actual situation that
1: happened in the game that you've seen somewhere online? But
2: I, yeah, and I, I think it's a tweet, but I don't think that it's an. This is why I think this is a fake
1: review because I feel like Robbie might have seen this tweet, so now he's writing a fake review to throw us off. I think
2: this one is sus. Uh-oh. I won't argue with that logic. That's right, my sus. argument. I, I have to vote you out. I'm sorry. It's a sus. It's a sus thing.
1: This is
3: indeed. Sus! An <laughs> yeah! review. All right. It,
2: Point. All right.
3: Next review. Recommended. For just $5, you will be supplied with God knows how long's worth of daily brain damage. 10 out of 10 would lose all faith in humanity again. This that might be my like review, actually.
5: <laughs> What's the name on that one? I think that one's mine. Uh,
3: this one comes from
1: Shinies. From Chinese, huh? Sh- Shinies. Oh, Shinies.
5: Shinies.
2: Shinies. Like, yeah. the, like the shiny Pokemon yep, that you like? That you <laughs> like? <Just laughs> like
5: that. <laughs> oh, it's getting sus. Oh. Uh. All right, never no, 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 mind. Sus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm You're going in the other direction too. on that oh.
3: one. <laughs> sure, it's sus. Nope, that's a real review.
5: Oh, wow. Because I was Robbie all in just, for real at, see, at the this beginning. this is why I don't want to play Among <laughs> Us with Robbie. He's a liar. I'm going to be terrible at this game, and he's going to be so good at well, it. Well,
1: you can tell Robbie actually picked up some stuff in acting school. Ugh.
5: All right, this next review, not recommended. And then in
3: all caps, I was not acting sus. I had a task in medical to scan myself and a task in oxygen to sweep out the leaves. That he walked past me in the hall. It is not sufficient evidence to call me sus, you a-holes.
2: <clears throat> yeah, wow. I feel like that's, that was a game that's review, just huh? Robbie... Because I, I think it would happen, but I also could see this as just something that happened to Robbie, and he's just transcribing an event as a review. Uh, I'm, Maybe. I'm,
1: I'm kind of on board with that, because it it's not an actual review of the game. It's just somebody venting about a situation that happened. Well, that that's because a lot of reviews. <laughs> Because
5: people don't do that in Steam reviews. Steam reviews are mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, though I think it's sus. I don't think this is a Steam review. I think you made that up. It is indeed. A sus. Yes! A
3: sus. Alright, we're tied up again. Alright. Not recommended. Mm, good. I've watched lots of YouTubers play this game and I enjoy their videos on it. This game is probably really fun with friends. Never tried it because the optimal experience is two imposters with at least eight to nine friends in voice chat. For the most part, I tried public games. First few were pretty, and then, then this just goes on for a very, 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 very long time. He's
2: correct. This is the exact sentiment that I've I've said that almost word for word in this room while yeah. talking about it. It's good if you have a group. Uh. So, I mean, like, I, I'm split half-half on this because it's, it, it's an
5: absolutely me, accurate review of the game. But this to me sounds like the thesis statement writer steam reviewer like this sounds like a guy who is hoping that checkpoint xp is going to call him up and say hey you want to be our new our new content (laughs) guy like that's what he's hoping for on this review i think it's real i think it's real as well i i'm not gonna argue it's real if not
2: we're dead this is indeed a real one yes good job taking the lead all
3: congratulations guys not too bad all right not recommended in order to be good at this game, you need to be a good speaker, make good arguments, and be intelligent enough to turn people against one another. The problem is, if you're any of these things, you have one good game, and then people will just immediately vote you out every time because being smart is a threat to them. Oh, my God. Was this was the is, first no, time.
2: No, this is Robbie playing Among Us. He thinks he's too smart for it. Now it's fake. old. <laughs> this is fake. Don't waste your time. Fake. Vote him out. Send him into space or the lava. Because to
1: me that sounds like a very legitimate review. No, it's fake. I think it's, fake. <laughs>
2: it's fake. I need yeah. more
1: evidence than why it could be fake. Weird beard.
2: Because I think it's too big-brained.
5: Like no, it is 100. I'm just. It's a. Gut. You don't think this is some man-child on there complaining? Oh, no. I hated this game because I'm too smart for it. No, really, that no. sounds a lot like what people on Steam say. It's sus. I don't care. It's sus. Vote him out. Send yeah. him away. All right. Yeah, it's, kill him. It's sus guys. It's sus. We're
3: voting sus. Yeah, right. we'll go sus. It is indeed an imposter <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
1: right. Weirdbeard held strong
0: From the high highs that Absolute monster To the low lows Who nailed it and who failed it On Checkpoint XP Radio
1: Over the weekend a new teaser was released For the upcoming Monster Hunter movie Starring Mila Jovovich Now, while we probably shouldn't have had much hope for this movie to begin with, now it's been confirmed that the movie will utilize an age-old troupe in terrible 90s adaptations where the heroes are transported to a mysterious new world.
0: What the hell is that? On our six!
2: Now, you know what's crazy? So, Mila Jovovich was the main character in the Resident Resident Evil movies. Yeah. Do you know who directed those movies?
1: Is it the same person who's going to
2: direct the Monster Hunter? Her husband. Her husband. Her husband. Who also directed the Resident Evil and this movie, too. So, it's going to be... Hey, look. If I was a director
3: and I had a hot action wife like Mila Jovovich, she would absolutely star in every single one of them. Put her in anything. It doesn't even matter. Do it.
2: James, is is there any way to convince you to watch a Monster Hunter movie? I don't think so. Mm, I mean... Maybe Because the trope in this one Is literally They fall into a magic sandstorm And they come back out To a crazy new world Where it just so happens Their guns don't work So now like Look I'm still I'm still gonna
3: watch it For Mia Jovovich uh, Does she look good in it? Yeah Yeah She's good in everything As good as she
1: looked In the fifth element Yeah (laughs) Multipass Jinx (laughs) Alright don't forget If you ever miss a nailed it And failed it You can find the posted Over at CheckpointXP.com But coming up we asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook, you have to exclusively stream the very last game you played for the rest of your life. Can you do it? We'll be discussing your answers in a little bit. Because ahead next, we're checking the gaming headlines. Robbie, what do you have in store
3: for us? Every single WWE streamer on Twitch and YouTube may be losing
1: their channels. What? That is insane. Find out more when we come
4: back on Checkpoint backstagecountry.com your online home for all things country music <laughs> wondering who made our list of the top 5 all time queens of country music did Carrie Underwood make the cut find out now when you text queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on backstagecountry.com text queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top 5 list XP.
0: Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh, Checkpoint XP.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who made it onto TV in the virtual audience during WWE Raw last week. Me. James Campbell.
2: Ooh, how does it feel being a TV star?
1: Awesome! I made it in the Thunderdome twice. I made it on the TV once. It's uh and, one and, of my greatest accomplishments in WWE and, history. And, and please tell us how this has changed your life for the better. Um, I can post a little clip on the internet of me getting onto the WWE background. You see me in the background, you see my face, mm-hmm. and you see my John Cena doll mm-hmm. dancing. And literally nothing changes in the world. Well, I feel much better about myself. That's well, all if, that if you matters. feel better, all right, I will give you that there one. There you James. go. It matters to me, Robbie. <laughs> A professional Call of Duty team is complaining about something that most school kids still complain about. What could it be? That's coming up. But first, it's time for this.
4: Hey! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness! This is esports gaming update
0: with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio.
3: The biggest massively multiplayer online role-playing game was set to launch a brand new expansion at the end of October. World of Warcraft Shadowlands has been put on hold until, quote, later this year, according to Blizzard. No word has been given on when that is, but presumably sometime before 2021. The pre-patch, however, which features an in-game event and quest line to set up the story for the expansion, is still set to start next week. Crazy. Are
2: you, like, does this, because you're a World of Warcraft guy. I am. Mm-hmm. What is your hot take on this one? Um, my hot take on this is... I don't
3: think it's a hot, that, that, that hot of a take, honestly. Um, I'm glad they're doing it because this was set to come out two weeks before Cyberpunk, which means that we would have started raiding a week after Cyberpunk on top of all the fact that I have to do to get ready for raiding. But now, if they hold this back to, like let's say... Oh, let's pray for like mid-December. I can probably actually get through a majority of Cyberpunk before I have to worry about sinking a bunch of time uh, into this. Well, then it perfectly plays into your schedule, right? It does. It's perfect. Wow. Actually, that probably is a hot take. Everyone really wants this to come out. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A tattoo artist is suing the developer for the WWE 2K Games Take 2. The artist is suing because of the tattoos on Randy Orton's arms. The designs include tribal tattoos, skulls, a Bible verse, and a dove and a rose. And she is suing them for reproducing her work without her Permission. Now, Take Two did win a similar lawsuit for LeBron James tattoos in NBA 2K that just settled earlier this year. Okay,
2: okay. now I sorry. I have a question before James mm-hmm. gets into the actual wrestling portion of yeah. this one. <laughs> is for what, what game is she suing that Orton was Featured in? WWE
1: 2K. So it's probably the 2K, like all the 2K games of Mm -hmm. WWE where they have Randy Orton rendered. They're rendering the likeness of Randy Orton. Hence, the tattoo likeness is going to be included if you have an accurate depiction of Randy Orton. And that's where uh, the previous judge, at least in the
3: LeBron James and the NBA 2K case made his ruling is that because it's on their body and they license the, the, the likeness of their body out that there is nothing the tattoo artists can do
1: despite still owning the tattoo designs. Which I'm on board with that judge. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. Like, I'm sorry, your artwork, you, you drew up this artwork for this client who is Randy Orton. You did the artwork onto his arm and now his arm is being featured in a video game and they want those details to be exact. Like most people do when they mm-hmm. play the game, if you're going to play Randy Orton, you don't have his tattoos on his arm. I'm not playing this and Randy Orton. Would that
2: look weird though? Like if that, a wrestler was covered in tattoos and in a yeah, video also, game, gone. just just a
5: plain
1: oh, or they were different. On. They were different tattoos. <laughs> you know, instead of a skull, you have like a like a nurse or something. Yeah, you know, a bunny. It'd be weird. So I hope. Uh, I'm sorry, tattoo artist, but I don't think you have you stand a chance in court. <laughs>
3: The internet lost its collective minds at the announcement of the Spider-Man remaster for the PlayStation 5. A new model is being used for Peter Parker, which the developer says will allow them to better capture voice actor Yuri Lowenthal's facial expressions. But most fans are as furious as though he had been recast, and is isn't just a bunch of polygons on the screen. By the way, I don't know why people are upset. The guy before, like t- to me, he was never Peter Parker. He just looked like some random like character out of a game. Yeah, and the new one actually looks like Tom Holland. Well, that's the, does that's it really the, wow. I,
2: that's what a lot of people are mad about is that they like essentially went back and changed it, and now they're accusing them of being like, "Oh, you're just making it Tom Holland in the game. Who you're cares? not. You're not actually like." Redoing it because it's like it's weird. If you're usually if somebody like remasters something, right? They just mm-hmm. make it look a little bit prettier. Yeah, they shine it. A yeah, little they bit. they just make the edges look a little bit crisper or like a little bit more detailed and everything. But it's like they just cut this dude's head off <laughs> and put a new head on top of him, and then they're like, look, it's remastered. Look, here's the thing: I don't think that either of the two
3: faces really look any better, but the new remaster's hair actually looks like hair, so I'll give them that.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm a Peter Parker guy, but I feel like this is silly controversy.
3: Legendary Spelunky speedrunner DT Woo! uploaded a video of him taking on the indie sequel. After a few minutes of precise jumping and frantic running and then stealing a teleporter from an NPC... He finished the entire game in under three minutes, setting a new world record speed run for Spelunky Two.
2: Spelunky Two is so good. I I love this game so much. Thank you much, uh, Derek. Yu for bringing this into okay, the world. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I thought uh, Spelunky was like a,
1: a battle royal. I thought it was like a, a shoot 'em up.
2: No. So Spelunky is like a randomly generated. You're going through like mines and caves and everything like you're that. Spelunking. Yes. Oh. To be able to collect gems. I'm and thinking of, the of the Splatoon or yes. Splatoony or something. Probably Splatoon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, Spelunky Two is out on the PS4 right now. And I believe it's coming to Steam soon. Uh, or it might just... i Actually, it just got onto Steam as okay, well. Okay, all right, all right. Weird Beard, settle down. This enough spelunking. Pull him out of the sp- cave, sp-
3: Robbie. Pull him out nope. of the cave. All right. Back A into the studio. A few weeks ago, we talked about how the WWE were prohibiting its wrestlers from using their wrestling name on third-party sites like Twitch and YouTube. They were given 30 days to comply and told that they could continue to do so, but they must do so under their normal name. Well, it's gotten even worse now. The WWE is looking to take over the Twitch and YouTube pages of these superstars. But don't worry, they're going to give them a percentage of the earnings instead of the 100% they were earning before on their own time. This
1: is wild. Like, this is crazy. I, especially yeah.
2: considering that, that uh, wrestlers are, are independent contractors, are they? don't get they? healthcare, and that's the big thing, is, like, you have these wrestlers that put their bodies on the line and are crippled for life, like football players with concussions, and they're left to essentially... Fend for themselves this is, this is when they're ridiculous. put out the Look, pasture. My, uh, uh, so, so growing up, my dad was a
3: carpenter, right? So he got contracted out to build people's houses. Blah 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 blah. This would be like the equivalent of of those people coming back and being like, "Oh yeah, hey, that doghouse that you built, you know, for your your pet and for your kids backstage. Nah, that's actually ours now, right? This is ridiculous."
1: Yeah, I think it's insane. I think uh, you know if it's Vince McMahon behind this, I think it, it is. They kind of like, they need to back off. Like you can't own every single little detail about your wrestlers. So if they're streaming under their their legal name, they're on YouTube with the legal name, I think it should be totally allowed.
3: There there are some of them that seem to be going along with it, but uh, 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 Soraya, who uh, uh, is Paige on WWE, she put out a, tw- a tweet saying, Twitch is my place where I built with my wonderful fans. A place where people can go and feel some positivity and a little bit of normalcy. Fun, interactive, non-judgmental, charitable place, and I'm proud of what I built with my fan base.
2: I, I will tell you, this relates a lot like what we face in the radio world of, you know what I mean? Very like, true. companies own your Facebook. Book page. They own your likeness and everything like that. How is this going to impact people like Xavier Woods, who has made you know up, up, down, down, entire huge, huge, well, up, up, down, things. down? I think was already
3: being done in conjunction with the WWE. So I don't think that he's going to see too much of a change.
2: I, I'm just saying. I think the more you get corporations with their fingers inside of these like people's. Non-main job type Mm -hmm. things The worse it just makes The entire community No,
1: I will say one thing though If there's a way to see a positive on this Is if the WWE is taking over All these channels and all these things If they are now providing more opportunities To get these channels in front of viewers And then taking a percentage I kind of, I'm less upset about it, but we'll wholeheartedly see. I think They it's, might also look at it and be bad. like, hey,
3: you guys are doing a great job already, so just keep doing what you're doing, but we're going to take some money.
1: Yeah, and if that's how it plays out, like, uh, yeah, that makes me sad.
3: That's it for the Checkpoint XP gaming news update. For more, you can head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com.
1: Alrighty, thanks Robbie for that update. Now a professional Counter-Strike global offensive team is complaining about something that most school kids still complain about. Weird Beard, what's the CSGO team Got up their butts.
2: So we have Team Liquid, who uh, they're not necessarily the top team in the world right now, but they are that's a, a... That's a top team brand, though. Correct. So they're a big, big, big NA team. And you have one of their stars, Stewie2K, complaining on Twitter. And I'm going to read you his some of the tweets that he happened to tweet out over the weekend that started causing a stir. The first one was, 10 a.m. matches, that's all. And after starting to get a little bit of pushback on it, he goes... If it's so easy, then why don't you guys come do it for yourselves or you can't. I'm not complaining about my position in life, but the overwhelming amount of tournaments that saturate the scene and the inconsistency of starting at 10 a.m., noon, 3, just can't do it. And I feel like yeah, like a little bit of whiny stuff, you know what, really? what I mean? A like, little bit. A little like I. Y'all are
3: a, playing video games for a living. Ten, yeah. but come on. It's, it's
2: more 10 a.m. isn't even like... The earliest, right? Dude, 10 a.m. to me is like, it's almost midnight <laughs> yeah. the hours I keep. 10 a.m. my workday is finally done. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. The- Wait, hold yeah. on, because especially like right now in a
3: post-COVID world, it's not like you have to get up and like go like to a mm. training facility or something. You're
2: probably just getting up and sitting on your computer, right? Yes, and, like, you also deal with uh, another tweet from Vanity, who's another CSGO player, tweeting in, how hard is it to understand pros are on a schedule? And Every NA team, as far as I'm aware, starts at 11.30 or 12 PST. Being expected to perform at your best two hours before you typically are focused and ready to play is going to make people upset. And it's like... I don't know. It's
1: got, it's, I feel like this is probably because these are younger kids that have never had like a real job. They yeah. have to show up like a nine to five and you have to do a lot of like grunt work and you actually like use your hands to do manual labor. <laughs> so these guys are just used to getting up and playing video games but, and they uh, don't want to get up till
2: noon. Cause here's, here's, I will half support it in the sense that like as athletes, right, you do, there is definitely a difference between playing a football game at noon or playing a football game at 7 p.m., right? Like, college football however does have those varying schedules the same with the nfl yeah. kickoff isn't always at like oh our kickoff time is at 4 p.m every sunday like the it changes but that's part of competition because if you're waking up at 10 a.m guess what the other team is also doing
1: they're waking up at 8 a.m waking
2: up at 10 a.m too like you got you have to i, I get if that you, it's look, if fun. you are if
3: you are a true
1: professional then you will be able to turn on game mode Whenever you need to. Looking for a hit game you might have missed? Maybe something that's easy to get into and worth the time? Well, then we have a great gaming recommendation coming up in just a bit. But first, it seems like an interesting new twist has taken place in the Apple versus Epic Games legal battle over Fortnite.
4: Could you be deciding their... Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. (laughs)
0: we're rolling with continuous eSports on the only show for eSports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness. Erosin! No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. You're home for eSports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, along with a weird beard, and somebody who's been training to win a planking challenge, Robbie Landis. <laughs> How long are you uh, able to hold that plank there for, Robbie? Uh,
3: well, we just started. It, it, it's not so much like trying to win something. It's just uh, you know I decided, hey, let's let's try and do this, right? So yeah. uh, we started off with uh, the first day planking for thirty seconds. Okay. Which, according to Katie, almost killed 30 her. Thirty seconds. Thirty huh? seconds. Planking is actually a lot harder than you think it is. Okay. Uh, but basically, each day we're going to add ten seconds onto it and and just keep on going for as long as we can. Robbie is eventually
2: going to leave Checkpoint XP to go box like Mike Tyson or The Rock, <laughs> or he's going to become a <laughs> professional planker. This is. The start of a super villain, like he is uh, training oh. right now to be able to overthrow the world.
3: Yeah, that's that's what's going on. Well, we keep
1: me good. in your good graces, evil overlord Robbie Landis. Hey, I keep, support your keep, planking keep goals. Giving,
3: keep giving me hosts on Twitch, and we're, we're good. You got it.
1: The legal battle between Apple and the creators of Fortnite, Epic Games, continues to wage on, it would seem. Robbie, can you kind of remind us again of what's happening? Uh, it seems like a new chapter gets added to the story every week.
3: Oh, it sure does. So uh, to start out with, uh, Epic Games, the developers behind Fortnite, basically put in the uh, mobile version on Apple devices that, hey, if you want to buy our V-Bucks, you can buy them here like you always do, or you can go and get them cheaper somewhere else, and essentially they're skirting around that 30% that Apple would normally be taking. Yeah, so Apple taking. doesn't get
1: their cut. Correct. It goes straight to Epic.
3: Apple didn't like that because it's technically against the rules, so they kicked Apple off of their store.
2: And it was a dis. It was disrespectful more than anything <laughs> Who else. It was cares? It, they essentially gave him the finger? It was like I, I don't care. Money Look, we're, not, we're, not, we're not. talking
3: about feelings from either side. We're just talking about the facts here. They kicked them off their platform. So then Epic started this this, this crusade against the evil Apple, right? And uh, from there, uh, Apple threatened to remove all their support from Unreal Engine, which would harm basically the entire game industry. And the judges basically said, "Look." You can't take away Unreal Engine because it'll hurt other people, but they also don't have to put uh, Fortnite back on the store because you guys did this to yourself. So now we're waiting for the court date to come, which isn't until, uh, I believe, June or July of next year. Wow. But Judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers says that a jury should actually probably have to decide this. She said, I think personally this case should be tried by a jury. These are important cases, and they're on the frontier of antitrust law. You might as well find out what people really think and what people really want, because Apple had actually came in with their latest filing, saying this affects the people in this way, and the people want this, blah, 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 blah. So the judge's like, alright, I guess the people should probably decide it then.
2: I hate this. I hate this so much, it makes my skin crawl. Have you guys ever watched, like, uh, Senate Testifying oh, uh, with like oh, yeah. well,
3: oh, Zuckerberg yeah. and stuff. Look, the judge said that she doesn't think a single person should rule on this, which isn't wrong.
1: Yeah, but I the agree problem with that.
3: is that people who are going to end up on this jury probably don't know any more well, about it's gonna it. It's going to be a, a twelve angry
1: boomers arguing right. over who gets the My, the
3: V Bucks. Yeah. You know? My kid
2: wouldn't shut up since you took Fortnite off the App Store, so you need to just put it back. But in a like, t- can I? I'm going to sound a, like elitist, and I don't even care. I don't trust the general idiots of this country to understand, like, the precedent that they would set or, like, understand even, like, what Fortnite is and the intricacies of it and, like, how it can affect... like. Apple has enough – has more money than most countries in the world, and you want to have, like, a whole precedent set by Joan down the street who you have to, you know what I mean, like, convince her cell phone isn't tracking COVID for real. But to be fair, Joan's son
3: works in computers, so she knows a thing or two.
2: I I restart my internet. Like, it's just – it's (laughs) – I just I hate this and I hate I hate Apple I hate epic oh
3: it's look it, it is going to be a show of absolute epic failing proportions and there's 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 a little part in me as 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 much of a nightmare as this is going to create is also kind of looking forward to seeing what the fallout looks like.
1: It's going to be a wild ride. I'm interested to see how it all plays out in the courts.
0: Can't be bothered to play new games as they come out. I've been hearing about this Skyrim thing. Is that worth buying? For gamers behind the times, it's It's the the patient gamer. gamer.
1: You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Each week, Weird Weird and Robbie bring us a new game to check out that we might have missed uh, you know, due to lack of time or whatever. But what have we got this week, Robbie? This week, we're going to check out Far Cry
3: New Dawn.
0: It was
5: just the beginning. Surviving,
0: Nah, we were better than that This new
2: world had a lot to give And we took it all That's how we came out on top That's how we got here That's how we found you
3: Listen here, rabbits so Far Cry New Dawn takes place 17 years after the events of Far Cry 5, which saw the world end in a huge nuclear event. Ooh, spoiler alert. Yeah, now with everyone finally emerging from underground, they attempt to rebuild a new life, but a group known as the Highwaymen have taken control and are killing anyone and everyone to take what they want. You have to help the citizens of prosperity survive, build up their community, and fight back. And what's really cool about this, especially if you played Far Cry 5, it, it's it's a sequel in sense, right, because it takes place in the same area, in the same timeline, but you're a different character, and it is technically still a different story. So you see, you know, locations that you're used to, or you see characters that you remember.
1: So familiar faces, exactly. familiar places. But
3: you see how they've changed as a result of sort of the nuclear fallout. In fact, the main bad guy from Far Cry 5, you actually have to use as an ally, which, you know, the player themselves might have some reservations about, but because you are actually playing as a different character, they have no reservations about it. So it's just, it's it's a really interesting and unique take on like the idea of what to expect from a sequel.
2: It's kind of also like if you, James, I know you like the Fallout games. Yeah. This would this would kind of tickle the Fallout fans. I,
3: I had someone in my chat the other day on Twitch who's like, I'm so used to, like, you know, in Fallout games where, you know, the nuclear war has basically devastated things, so it's a wasteland, mm-hmm. to see everything so colorful. Because the idea here is that, you know, once humans are sort of out of the picture, and especially, with, I guess, like, the boost from, like, the, the nuclear fall of the energy or whatnot, yeah. that nature was actually able to flourish and grow. So there are some... Areas that are so sort of wasteland, but then you also see like really lush, you know, green forests and stuff, and you know, just like there's there's monstrous enemies you can run into that have actually been like transformed that you do not want to mess with. But it is it's it's an interesting new take on the genre that uh, honestly I recommend to to just about anyone. Uh, Ten hours to beat the main story, uh, thirty hours total if you want to do like a completionist type run. And again, you know, it's a first person shooter role playing game and you James have perks you, and skills you, that you would upgrade. love the writing on it.
1: But uh, so my question about this- so if it's similar to kind of like the Fallout, do you have to like worry about repairing your weapons and much? Is, no, you do is not have to worry about re- weird. No, 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 no. Okay,
3: uh, it's actually honestly, it's a lot more streamlined than what. Fallout so you don't ends. have to like
1: cook a meal and like drink water and repair correct. your guns. And, 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 and
3: most of like the secret sort of places you don't have to worry about stumbling upon. There are usually mm-hmm. NPCs that you will come across that will kind of key you in like hey I heard this rumor about this place over here. Then it marks it on your map. So honestly it's a little bit more user friendly than what the Bethesda Fallout games are. And a lot more polished. Not not as many bugs
1: by a mile. Good, good, good. Because that was one of the main things I hated about Fallout is how yep. glitchy it is. Things wouldn't work. You complete a quest and then, oh sorry we got yeah. disconnected. Now,
3: as as a result, though, it also doesn't have as many choices as Fallout, or as what Fallout does. So Mm -hmm. there is just sort of one linear path of the story. But that's available on PlayStation, Xbox, PC. And
2: uh, $40, but if you wait long enough, especially for something like Steam, usually uh, something will pop up there on sale. And make sure to grab it now so that you can be... uh, It's not a sequel to the new Far Cry 6 that's coming out, but you want to get in the Far Cry mood, pick this one up, and then you can get the brand new one set in Cuba later this year.
1: Get you all revved up for Far Cry number 6. Well, there's your patient gamer recommendation. Far Cry, New Dawn. Go check it out. Coming up, we asked on social media at CheckpointXP on Twitter and Facebook... You have to exclusively stream the last game you played for the rest of your life. Can you do it? We'll talk about
5: your answers when Checkpoint XP returns. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Overwatch League is drawing towards its exciting finale this year. In a year marred by COVID-19, the best teams in the world will be making their way to South Korea for the finals. Teams that qualify will need to quarantine for two weeks before being allowed to compete at the beginning of October. The LCS summer split has drawn to a close, and with teams now qualified, we are officially on the road to Worlds. This year's event will be taking place in a bubble in Shanghai, as teams from all over the world will remain in quarantine throughout the month of October. Vietnam has elected not to participate. ESL Season 12 is officially kicked off in Counter-Strike Global Offensive. All matches this season will be played online due to ongoing concerns with, you guessed it, COVID-19. Qualifiers for the RLCS X Fall Major will be going on throughout the month of September. No word yet on when the Fall Major itself will take place. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition starts November 13th. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all... Backstagecountry.com,
4: your online home for all things country music.
5: Latest in the world of esports. Check out our website at checkpointxp.com. Get in the game. What are we
0: witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell. With me is Robbie Landis. And when he's not helping Robbie improve his kill-death score on Apex Legends, he's keeping you informed on all the latest in gamer and streamer drama with the breakdown. It's Weird Beard.
2: Uh, the story that I talk about, or at least the craziest story I talk about this week, uh, Cloud9 have re-entered the Halo competitive scene. Okay. Which... It feels like 2002 now that people are announcing competitive Halo, Halo teams, teams yeah. Uh, but C9 are back in the fold and they have a pretty stellar roster. They have Stellar, uh, Penguin, Echo, Renegade, and uh, Hoaxer. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like I, I'm interested to see if a Ninja goes back to playing competitive Fort or competitive Halo, and B whether or not it actually means anything in another year or not.
1: Awesome. Well, we can find those posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Check it out to get up to date on all the latest and juiciest gaming and streamer drama. Now, we asked on social media over at CheckpointXP on Twitter and Facebook, if you had to exclusively stream the last game you played for the rest of your life, could you do it? We're going to talk to you about your answers in just a moment. But first, we're going to discuss our
2: answers. All right, well who wants to go first? I mean, the last game that I played was with Robbie Landis playing Apex Legends. I could I don't I couldn't stream it for the rest of my life, but I could play a good amount of it. Like it's it's a it's, it meets me in the middle of like playing a Warzone, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which is very kind of realistic and whatnot. And a Fortnite, which is super cartoony. It, it has a nice little midway point. I'm not bad at it. You're, like, I was going to say, you're, you're decent enough too that if you had to play it for the rest
3: of your life and you kind of got in with some of the other Apex streamers, yeah. then you kind of cross pollinate and it would probably work out for you.
2: A little and, bit. As, li- and, not to mention, if they continue doing what they're doing in building out like this story mode of it. Uh, last season, they added a bunch of like uh, PVE uh, missions, like where you get nighttime that's, that's, stuff. That's,
3: that's player versus enemy or environment instead of player versus player thank you. So, I was curious what that was. It, You're
2: welcome. They were kind of cool. I look in my eyes of, what does that mean? Um, I hope that they build on it in the future and if they do, there could be a future for mm-hmm. it.
3: Uh, for me, it actually would have been Apex Legends, but when we were having our meeting earlier today, I logged on to WoW World of Warcraft for a little bit. Uh, so, mm, so that's me, why you
1: were very absent during the it meeting. It would
3: be World of Warcraft um, and that easily. I'd easily be able to, to stream that for the rest of my life. Uh, you know, a massive multiplayer online game is constantly updating month after month, year over year, uh, I would never get bored and never have to worry about, uh, you know, playing the same game over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Except for when
2: your stuff gets pushed back and delayed, then you have to just... Eh. You're playing it all the rest of your life anyways. You might as well just wait. Yeah. What about you, James?
1: Uh, well, the last game I played was Crash Bandicoot Forward It's about time. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know that I could stream that <laughs> <No>. the rest <laughs> of my life.
1: I think I could stream it for a little bit and have
2: a good time. Could you become but- a speedrunner of it if you, if you had to do it forever? Maybe the first couple levels, but... So far, right now, some of these
1: jumps and things are like incredibly crazy and incredibly difficult to try to maneuver. In the game, and I can see myself breaking a lot of controllers when I have to redo those jumps so many times. Oh,
3: Imagine having like a little counter down on your Twitch stream at the bottom of like broken controllers. Nah, man. That would be
1: way too high. A lot of money. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We are just talking about uh, our social media question we put out for this week is, if you had to exclusively stream the last game you played for the rest of your life, could you do it? All we right. just shared our answers, and now we're going to talk about what you responded with.
3: All right. Malkiria says, League of Legends with friends? Absolutely And you know I think that any Competitive game mm-hmm. uh, Probably you'd be able To do right Because if mean, yeah. you're Playing the same game Over and over anyway And
1: you'll get better At it eventually Of course yeah. And
3: yes we will let you Play it with your friends I'm not yeah. going to say You have to play it All by yourself If you had
1: to play Any game by yourself Without <laughs> any friends I don't know That I'd be able To yeah. play any single uh, game I don't think I'd be able To do League of Legends I've
3: noticed recently Even just through Something like Overwatch That long, like games that have Long matches A lot of the times You know Pretty quickly Whether or not You're going to win The match or not Right and then you still have to finish playing the game You know another 10, 15, 20 minutes And that's just so soul crushing to me Because
1: you know you got 10 minutes know, of just losing Yeah of
3: just losing and there's yep. nothing I can do To turn it around And
1: then you're trying to go back in your mind like what did I do to blow this match So it's, badly It's not
3: even always you though in a team based game It's always somebody else
1: Or oh, you're like what it's did that other that player do What did Weird Beer do in this it match He
3: me when he should have <laughs> ah. You're on lifeline if you just press one button You don't even have to do anything it reses me for you
1: See this is what you don't see on Stream on Twitch. Oh, no, you see that on stream, too.
3: (laughs) Uh, Enyo says, Crusader Kings 3. They say, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Lots of downloadable content in the future. Easy to get lost in. and I'll be good for quite a few years, but... Any game is going to get old eventually. I
2: think that's the the difference between like something James said, like Crash Bandicoot, and a game that has DLC and new stuff added. Mm-hmm. It extends the shelf life of being able to like play it without you know wanting to jump off a cliff. Crash is like, here you go. We may give you a couple of bug fixes, but it's not like they're going to constantly be adding new, new levels, levels yeah, new right.
1: enemies, yeah, it's, that kind of stuff. It's
2: the same thing with something that changes. You're you're set. Uh, Josh says, right now it would have to be Path
3: of Exile. Uh, I've been playing it since 2012's closed beta, and I still play it every single year for at least a few months at a time. Wow. That
1: Ooh, seems like he's getting a lot wow. of gameplay out of that. What mm-hmm. is Path of Exile of, like? kind of like?
3: Uh, I, isn't that like a, a, a Diablo-esque sort of top-down uh, uh, isometric game? Yeah,
2: and the the other thing that goes along it's a, with it's like, it. It's like a little bit of a dungeon-crawling sort okay, of Okay, okay. I can yeah. see you playing that for a while. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a looting one, right, where it's like Diablo in the sense that you just, you can go Pack through this. Slash Go pick through up the treasure. same levels yep. over and over and over again Just to find better gear like a, Sounds like a long grinding game It's literally made by grinding gear games So <laughs> yes Ding 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 nailed it Uh Michael says last
3: game I played World of Warcraft Streaming exclusively? Sure why not Do I get paid? I mean if you're streaming it exclusively Yes we're going to assume you're getting paid for it I can't guarantee it's ninja Levels of being paid but you're making Some money sure Yeah you
1: might get Robbie sub mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Uh, let's see. Uh, Ivan here says Horizon Zero Dawn. Imagine that in 4K 120 Hertz. Now, see, I love Horizon, right? I don't know that no. I can make a career streaming it over and over and over again. That would be pretty rough. I mean, eventually you'd start doing stuff like, all right, you know, bow only runs or, you know, uh, uh, no
2: leveling up, no perk runs. But, uh, yeah, eventually it's going to get old. I think fast. it would have, like, uh, any game that is story driven, like Horizon Zero Dawn is. I think would be terrible when she, once you it, hear It depends because something like a Fallout 4 or even a Fallout 3
3: where there's different sort of paths you can do mm-hmm. or even mods you could look at it is doable It's Horizon Zero Dawn like that? Probably not So no, no. <laughs> Alright what about uh, Hazy here says Legend of Zelda Wind Waker He says yes please Wind what? Waker That's the, the GameCube could, one? Could, yes. could
2: you play Wind Waker exclusively on stream for the rest of your life? I'm a Legend of Zelda simp and I would say <laughs> no I could not play wind waker over and over is, and over is again.
3: there a zelda game you think you could play over and over again uh, no what what about even like for for like a link from the past that let you use like uh, the random dungeon generator the
2: randomizers are cool but i mean that's just like I don't know. Like, how much do you really want to sink into, like, those games? You just memorize them. Eventually, it's it's whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean says, nope, it was Blade and Soul, and I can't do that type of commitment. Now, see, Blade and Soul is actually an MMO as well. So that's even technically something that will keep giving you content over and over and over again. Uh, but apparently that is not enough for Sean. Uh, We also have Ravmol here. This is Final Fantasy XIV. At its current point, I would say you could never run out of content as it is. Uh, I've actually been tempted to stream again with the new Hildebrand Story Quest and using dumb voices because I did that once and I got a kick out of it at least. So uh, an MMO is a pretty easy, I think, go-to for a lot of people.
2: It's, but would you want to live in that world? I know you have, like, mixed feelings on Final Fantasy 14. I do not
3: have mixed feelings on Final Fantasy 14. I think it's a terrible game that gave me my <laughs> career, but I am never going to play it again cool. so long as I live. Perfect. <laughs> At least I you know uh, you're done with it. Yeah. Uh, last one we have here, Donald. I have never heard of this one. Gems of War. Donald says, no, I could not play it exclusively. They have the worst
1: devs ever. Ever. Oh it's like a it's like a bejeweled game. Oh man, like a candy crush almost? Uh, yeah, like, oh, you, yeah literally, it like it's a, terrible. It's a match oh, three. That's oh. like a like it's like a mom and dad like cell phone game. Yeah. The mom oh. and dad
2: cell phone game. Mom, get off the <laughs> Floor! <Yeah>. Mom, <laughs> Mom, quit
1: playing Gems of War!
2: Uh,
3: yeah, no, I think I'm really there with you, Donald. I don't think anyone would be able to stream that exclusively.
1: No mom and pop cell phone games for Robbie there. All right, if you enjoyed these responses, you can always include yours by commenting on our social media over at CheckpointXP. You can call in and leave us your answer for next week's question, which is, what's the scariest game or game moment you've ever played. A little October spooktober festiveness. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening to us on your radio station. Make sure you head on over to CheckpointXP.com. A big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and Producer Callie for helping us put this episode together. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CheckpointXP. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you again on the next level.